It's time to invest with intent on the Welka Wealth Podcast. Join Tiffany Welka each week as she gives you guidance to align your faith, morals, and goals to make your financial plan a true success. Happy Feast of St. Thomas Aquinas. Yes. Woo woo. Yeah. Did you go to Mass today? I watched Mass on TV today. Good for you. Look at that. I had Mass today. St. Thomas Aquinas. You did? The Dumb Ox is his nickname. Uh, G.K. Chesterton wrote a really great book on him called The Dumb Ox. Why? So he was, that's what all of his seminarian counterparts and a lot of the priests called him. They called him the Dumb Ox. I didn't know that. So he's a bigger dude. and, And he was kind of, not that he was a... We don't know, obviously, um, but uh, not that he was just a complete bumbling idiot. But he was he was he was clumsy sometimes and kind of like kind of like aloof in some sense. But he was he's absolute genius. And one of the things I preached on was uh, was that was that the church doesn't use one specific theology. It doesn't just use the theology of, of Thomas Aquinas, but yet much of the church's theology and teachings are based off of Thomas's teachings. Yeah. So he's a great, great mind. He is a great mind. I've never heard him call that though. Yeah. So they called him, oh, that's right. So they called him, they made fun of him. They called him the dumb ox. And one time, one of my favorite stories of him, uh, he's in his room studying and um, some of his, uh, some of his, cause, and they would, they would pick on him. So he's picked on. So he's a good uh, he's a good patron for those of us whose kids are being bullied or whatnot. But he's being picked on by his uh, his seminary classmates, or maybe he's a priest in the order. I can't recall. Um, but they they're like Thomas, Thomas, come look, look. There's pigs flying outside. <laughs> And so he runs to he runs into this other guy's room and he, he looks out the window and all these guys are around making fun of him like, Oh, you big dumb ox, you believe that the That's pigs really would fly. Sad. It's really sad. And so he he turns to them, and this is how beautiful it is, he turns to them and he says, and remember this, he says, I would rather believe that pigs would fly than my friends would lie to me. Thomas Aquinas for the win. Thomas Aquinas. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My heart just melted. I know. Yeah. So the big dumb ox. I did not know that. Yep. Wow. You learn something new every day. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. Pray for us. So today we have Father Steve Matea on our show. But before we dig in, let's start in a prayer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the gift that you've given to Father Steve to be a mentor, to be a spiritual father to so many, to be a voice for you when when we need to hear um, your words and you use him as an instrument. Lord, we thank you so much for that. Thank you for our friendship and his genius. Lord, we also um, would like to ask that you bless all the listeners today. Uh, open up their their hearts and their ears as we talk about a few different topics today. All of these things we ask in your name with our mother's intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Steve. That's me. That's you. Um, him and I have actually known each other for, well, I've known him for a while. He signed the letter, actually, when my husband and I joined my parish you know back that? in 2010. You should frame that. <laughs> I am going to frame you that. You should frame that. I am going to frame that. But officially, we've been friends since my 33rd birthday. Okay. On my birthday. Look at that. Well, him and I spoke on the phone on my birthday. The greatest gift that you've ever received. Right? Your Jesus year came true. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> it's true. Gave you the it is the Jesus year. Gave you the greatest <laughs> gift on your Jesus year. Father Steve's a profound teacher with captivating homilies that you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. He's all, all over. over. His 10 year anniversary is on May 26th, and uh, I'm super excited because yeah. hopefully we'll be having a party in my yard. <laughs> You heard that in the whole audience. audience. <laughs> Everyone's invited. Everyone's invited. <laughs> he has such a true devotion to Jesus and our Blessed Mother, and I'm really thrilled to be able to call him my friend. So yeah. Welcome well, to the show. Well, thank you so much. I reciprocate all of that. I'm blessed to call you my friend as well. You've come out to my parish to speak, and what a, what a great blessing. So I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here, too. Yeah, your dogs were all over me earlier. Can you can you they see were. all the hair? I have hair, drool, <laughs> <laughs> lake marks. God all bless of those puppies. Right. It's a brand new year, Father, 2022. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Good call. Wow. You know, so... <laughs> Uh, I speaking of podcasts, I was actually listening to a podcast recently where um, a good holy man named Archbishop Alan Vigneron, mm-hmm. he's uh, the bishop of some place here in Detroit, and uh, and he said he, he said that uh, every time we go to confession, it's a new resolution. And so I, I thought of that. I was like, wow, that's really good. And I go to confession regularly every two, three weeks. And, uh, and I, I just thought that that was, that was such a profound thing. And I'm not one who makes resolutions. I look at the church's calendar and I just try to really reform my heart in a penitential way during Advent and Lent. So it's really for me, you know, I stepped it up big time during Advent and uh, I'm going to rock and roll during Lent as well. So I don't have any direct resolutions, no. What are you going to do during Lent? Well, uh, I'm not going to film any pot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. So uh, so the one thing that, that I always try to do, that I try to do every single year is try to get up as soon as the alarm hits. So I always challenge everyone that don't hit the snooze button. That's so tough. So I don't. I, I don't have a snooze button. I, I have my, you know, my phone or my uh, Alexa all the way across the room. Alexa off. Um, <laughs> but uh, but my my challenge is set the alarm. I get up at five thirty, and I usually just kind of sit in bed, you know, for fifteen minutes, and then out of bed by five forty-five, something like that. So my challenge is, I'm just going to get right up. That's what I'm thinking of. And then the other thing, um, I what I what I've wanted to do for some time too is just to try to read. Um, I pray the Psalms and the Liturgy of the Hours every single day, um, but I wanna I wanna just pray the Psalms throughout Lent and just like sit with them instead of praying them during the Liturgy of the Hours. That's that sounds really great. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, never too early to think about Lent. I mean, we're probably only no. 40, 40, 37 days away. I feel like it's closer than that. Watch it. Wait, hold on. Watch this. When is Ash Wednesday, twenty twenty two? Oh, March 2nd. No, it didn't come up. March 2nd? Yeah, March 2nd. Huh. How many more days is March 2nd? 
We should have a countdown app for it. It was 332 days ago. Oh, never mind. That was a bad, <laughs> bad radio. I'm sorry, bad radio. <laughs> bad radio. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. It's coming up, though. Yeah, it's coming it, up. It's coming up. March 2nd. Mm-hmm. You actually told me to get this app uh, last year when I was making... My Lenten promise was to do the Divine Office. Yeah. And you told me this app called Divine Office. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been doing it every single day. And oh, it's good. really awesome. Yeah, I feel so different it when really I don't is. do Check it. out the Divine Office app. It's really great. You can play um, You can play the uh, the Liturgy of the Hours on there to yourself and listen to it. And it's uh, it's really, uh, really helpful. It's uh, it's really good. It's, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It is because you can listen to it if you can't read it. Um, so if you're driving, you can listen to yep. it. There's music. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful. It's good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you. No worries. Mm-hmm. Well, my New Year's resolution was to take a overnight retreat this year. No way. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm doing it. By I- yourself or with, with your husband? By myself. Good. Look at some couples re- retreats, too. They do them. An all-girls retreat? Yeah. Women's retreat? Did you already schedule it? Yeah. We're at? Manresa. 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 So Manresa is the is the town or the place where uh, St. Ignatius yeah. surrendered his life over to our Lord and, and, and started the Jesuits. So Manresa. Nice. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Americans are feeling a little bit of a pinch at grocery stores lately. Um, I was reading earlier today that prices for practically everything from fruit and veggies to snacks to beef. <laughs> and this is... As the Detroit Free Press said, and I'm quoting, um, taking a bite out of the consumer's wallets. Have you experienced this at all? Yeah, like, like no, you have no clue. Um, you know, so I'm, as we talked before, as many know, I'm a strict carnivore. So I eat, I eat meat every single day, beef. I prefer steak, and uh, so a, a ribeye steak, what I my main source of food. Um, I, in the past, you know, a 12-ounce steak, there's 16 ounces in a pound, so like a 12, 12-ounce 12 steak. So they have different meat grades, so a, a choice, is a prime is a higher grade, so a choice 12-ounce steak would be around twelve ninety nine. Oh my gosh. Now, honestly, I mean, I could get a prime steak, which is a higher grade, for almost 24 25 and that's insane. They might have been 15 to 18 oh, before. Wow. So it's probably, you know, a choice again, you know, so yeah, I felt it. That's a really big difference. Yeah. Last month, grocery prices were 6.4% higher than a year ago, according to the labor department. And overall inflation rose 7%, which is the fastest that it's increased in nearly 40 years. So our lifetime. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you have any tips on ways to save on groceries as prices continue to increase? Oh, that's a really great question. Do I have any tips? Uh, yeah, eat meat. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no. I do say eat meat. And veggies. Yeah, eat, eat your meat <laughs> and veggies. That's fine. Um, I think my, my, my big thing across the board with in life in general is need and want. Yes. With anything. What do you, what do you need and what do you want? Do you want to buy the kids 15 packs of fruit snacks? First of all, it's not good for them with all that sugar. You want to buy that, but do you need it? And 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 this is important. A lot of people. It's it's funny because a lot of people that I talk to, they still have a a, a a decent surplus amount of money, 
I don't know why the job market isn't back yet. It seems like people just aren't working and they don't need to work. So where's all their money coming from? I, I, have, I have no clue. But, but at the same time, we, we're starting to feel the pinch. I know I am. I yeah. know I am. I'm feeling the pinch. I think your tip was right on point. And I feel the same way. I think I love making lists. And I think maybe making a list of just the things that you need or that you're out of before you go to the store is going to be helpful because then it helps you to focus instead of buying things impulsively while you're there. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. They always say, don't go to the grocery store hungry Yeah, because you're just going to buy a bunch of stuff. (laughs) That's true. So on my strict diet, I just, I'm in and out of the grocery store. Yeah. Meat aisle. Bye. <laughs> I would never see you if I went to the grocery store because I don't go to that aisle at all. <laughs> oh, look at those beautiful red marble meats. <laughs> so aside from shopping smarter, there are a few other ideas that we had to um, to help to minimize financial risk during these crazy times. And you actually sent me over a reel that you found about putting your assets into the name of a different entity. What was it that interested you about this topic? You know, it's so interesting. So you're talking about an LLC, right? Yeah. The, the specific phrase, you know, I just wanna make sure I'm not way off base. So it's, it's interesting, and you and I have talked about this in the past, and when you've come out to my parish, just, you know, so many of my own brother priests, I'm just gonna jump back and answer your question. So, so many of my other brother priests, they, they actually come to me for financial wisdom. And it's, it's, it's odd because, A, I didn't come from money, and B, I ain't got a lot of money. But I, but I understand just logic. Don't keep anything in your own name. Start an LLC so that you're protected. And I, and it, to me, it just didn't make much sense. So that was really okay. the impetus of my question for you. That was a good question. There's a few different ways that you can take assets out of your name. So let's start with LLC since that was the first one right. on your list. This is actually a really common entity that people use, especially for small businesses landlords, people who have real estate or properties use LLCs a lot. Hmm. Um, Most people create an LLC and put assets inside of it if you're trying to capitalize on your business um, or if your business needs assets in its name. You can actually put checking accounts in the name of an LLC. You can put investment accounts in the name of an LLC. So they're not in your name. Um, That way other investors can contribute to your company if you're looking for more capital or if you have a real estate business, it's really helpful because it protects your personal assets from from the business if your business were to get sued for any reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my question was really coming from the mindset of the everyday schmo, you mm-hmm. know, Tom, Dick, or Harry, or Margaret, Susie, or, you know, Beth, <laughs> right? Um, so them who, who might work a nine to five job at, yeah. at Ford or, or even a, you know, a white collar job, you know, even as a doctor, what have you. And they have, they're paying off their student loans, but they have assets. They have money in the bank yeah. um, or even a priest who doesn't have much. Would it bode the normal everyday man to start an LLC or do I have to have a, a secondary business, a, an eBay business? 
You don't necessarily have to, but it's it's a flow it's called a flow through either way. So in an LLC, your business or your LLC is taxed as you're taxed. It's still one and the same. Okay. So even though you're taking your assets out of your name and putting it in the name of the business, the taxes are still flow through. Right. Yeah, they're still my assets. Yes. Okay. Okay. It, it just protects you if you were to um, be sued or any other liabilities that may come up because of the business. Okay. There's a different way to pre- take things out of your name and maybe get a little bit more benefit out of it. And that's... Do share. That's through a corporation. Oh. (laughs) Yep. So with a corporation, it's got the strongest protection um, that you could get when it comes to uh, liabilities and opening yourself up that way um, for for business owners or shareholders. But for the average person, this might seem a little bit complicated, but... If you had your assets in the name of a corporation, the corporation is not a flow through any longer. If it's a C corp, oh, interesting. If it's an S corp, it is a flow through, just like an LLC. I don't think the people know what an S corp or a C corp is because I don't either. <laughs> Different type of corporations, okay. yeah. S corp is still a flow through, but it's it's a step above uh, an LLC. Okay. Um, but a C corp is completely different because you can actually create your tax year, interesting, which is different. So you can create your tax year for the business to be different than the normal tax year. To incorporate, would that be the right phrase? To incorporate. To incorporate. Yeah. So to incorporate uh, oneself again, that wouldn't be for the for the average Joe Schmo. That would be for someone who owns a business. So, what size business, you know, uh, on their their net worth, they're 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 bringing in their their capital, you know, what uh, what size business would you set like like a, a the small level, small frame at? I would say if you're first starting, to um, start with an LLC first, and as your business grows, as you hire people, maybe you're looking for more capital in your business and your business is starting to earn more, um, then you might want to consider getting an S-Corp or a C-Corp, depending on um, whether you want it to flow through or not flow through. So mighty small businesses are fine with an LLC. They are, yeah. Your mom and sh- your mom and pop, you know, they're selling some stuff on eBay. A lot of kids today, what they they're just they're monetizing themselves on mm-hmm. on YouTube and Instagram and yeah. TikTok and things like that. So I mean, that could that could be even something just to start with an LLC just to protect their assets. Absolutely. Um, could one not start a shadow company per se, but um, do some type of business and begin an LLC? Absolutely. Like Ask Father Anything LLC? That could be an LLC. Interesting. Yep. Okay, interesting. And what is your firm charge to begin the LLC process and all of that? Is there money behind it? How much does it cost? What's the process? Good question. So technically, um, I'm not a lawyer, but we do have lawyers that we network with. Meeting with one, they would probably meet with you uh, for free as a consultation to see exactly what would be the best fit for you cool. and then give you their pricing based on that. Do yeah. you have an LLC? I do. Oh. I have a couple. Yeah, see. There's one other way too to um, move your assets out of your name. A lot of people have probably heard of this before though. It's called a trust. Yeah. So there's two different types of trust. One is a revocable trust. 
you still have control over your assets even though your assets are now in the name of a trust but it avoids probate court when you pass away so whatever you say inside of it is what actually happens when you're gone we wanted to leave funds to a charity or a church or to children that's where it's going no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But to take your funds or assets completely out of your name, you'd want to do an irrevocable trust, which means you really don't have any right to change anything that's written in the trust at the time that you create it. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm starting to learn. I'm learning something <laughs> every day. Cool. Mm-hmm. Father Steve, how can we connect all of these things to our faith? Cool. Question of the need, day. <laughs> need and want. <laughs> Back to that. Need and want. I think is a is a good is a good principle. But but ultimately, I mean, it, and, and I think this is something that that we've talked about before in the past. You can scour the old uh, season uh, podcasts, but that um, Jesus, uh, the scriptures tell us that that the love of money is the root of all evil. To save and to have assets uh is is necessary and you know i just got back from vacation uh i was able to to get away with some some priest friends of mine and we actually stayed at 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 someone's house for free so we we didn't have you know a uh a uh a hotel room or a you know a airbnb type payment but yet at the same time i had to buy a plane ticket to get down there you know she, this person had a car gave us too so we didn't have to rent a car but but we had we ate for all the food for five days all of that so it costs money and in and in, and and i need that yeah and i and and i'm of the mindset that that god is not preventing me does not he's not harping over me to not take vacations we can be we have to be penitential you know and i can you know enter into a, a lavish lifestyle in my, my own life, it's okay to have assets. And I save very frugally to, in order to do you that. You do. You're a good saver. Yeah. I think I think you're right. There's been a lot of times when my clients will ask me specifically about one particular Bible verse that says everybody gets it confused. They think that having money is the root of evil. And of course, it it could be if you use your money inappropriately or right. against yeah. um, against what God, how God would want you to use it, or if you make it in a way that God would not have wanted you to make yeah. it. Yep. Of course, money can be the cause of evil if you choose yeah. with your free will yep. to do those things. So I was talking to somebody the other day, and as soon as I give you this number, your mind's going to circle to figure out the, the total. <laughs> I was talking to a man the other day and he said he said father my business right now is so successful if i hit one percent this year it'll be 17 million dollars wow that's amazing he's literally he's he's a billionaire and multi-billionaire and and i and i was like did he say 17 or seven <laughs> Even if he said seven million, and and so the conversation between he and I is that now okay. So scripture again, with great power comes great great uh, responsibility. responsibility. And so so here's this man who's a very faithful Catholic man, and his business is blowing up nationwide, and uh, and he's just he's 
being now tasked with an, an incredible amount of wealth and income, and he has employees and all of that. Battery went dead again. All of that, but um, but uh, but he's but he's he's someone who's who wants to try to give back and. Yep, that's interesting. Yeah. I have five quick questions that I want to ask Father Steve. Sweet. To help us get to know him just a little bit better. Cool. He hasn't looked at them. He said. I promise. Ish. <laughs> No. Are you ready? Um, should I pray before them? Ask for the insight of the Holy Spirit? You can always pray before. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I just prayed. You just prayed? Yep. <laughs> in your In your heart, you just prayed yep. really fast? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Favorite brand of whiskey? Favorite brand of whiskey? Um, so, I prefer bourbon. Oh. So, in the... Uh, so, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you like whiskey, bourbon? I do. Yeah, so so whiskey is kind of like the mother genre, if you will. Yeah. And so then there's Scotch whiskey, Irish whiskey, and I guess you could call it American whiskey, in a sense, is bourbon. And so bourbon is has a little bit more of a bite. Um, and we here in America, we have a uh, an export. Um, no one else can make bourbon and call it bourbon outside of the United States. Just like you can't call champagne champagne. I did not know that. Here in the U.S., it's huh. sparkling wine, so within the Champagne region. Um, so bourbon, American, um, so it, it, it has to be made a specific way within the U.S. borders, not just in Kentucky. That's a myth. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, the U.S. Senate voted on it. It's within, uh, within all the U- United States, lower 48. Anyway, so really long story short, my my favorite my favorite uh, my two favorite bourbons are probably Woodford Reserve, mm. and I really like this this brand called Yellowstone. Both not oh, very expensive. I haven't had it. Yeah, so bourbon has to be made with fifty one percent fifty one percent corn, and then uh, and then the the remaining uh, the remaining ingredients wheat and barley and mash. Have you ever made it? Oh my gosh! You know, it should the world fall apart. Um, <laughs> I think that you know, if you ever watch The Walking Dead, someone comes up and they're like, "Hey, don't kill me!" You know, I I have I know I have X Y or Z. I have this skill set to offer. I'm a priest. I can I can make Jesus, but I think my secondary skill set um, might I might want to start to learn to make bourbon. Okay, that would be, <laughs> that would be a pretty cool. Could be a really important yeah. asset. Yeah. What would you call it? I would call it. Padre Burden. Uh, That's right off the top of my head. I've never thought of that. That's good. I make Padre Chili. I make really good chili. Padre Day Trader. Padre Day Trader. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the best birthday you've ever had? Oh my gosh. The best birthday I've ever had. Yeah. My goodness gracious. I just turned 42 on December 2nd. Plug, plug um, next year. my, you know, so I can remember as a kid, you know, I grew up in a great family and I had, I had a happy childhood, wounded and broken childhood like all of us in so many ways. My, you know, parents are normal, and, but we're dysfunctional as all get out and just like yours is. And <laughs> I'm saying yours, not yours. Yours is. Everyone's dysfunctional. And uh, really great childhood and happy and, and loving. And I just remember some of the presents I got. And there's this one I like vivid memory of having all my friends over for my birthday as fifth, sixth grade or whatever. And there's like this big 
cake and it was like a gi joe cake and i'm i remember oh, cool. when my mom or dad was taking the picture i remember like looking up at the camera and i, I still have <laughs> we, we have that picture someplace and i just i remember that so presents always gi joes and basketball stuff okay yeah sounds yep. cool what's a book that you're reading right now great um i love to read so i I, I've been fascinated with um, um, with with like war stuff over the last year, two years, uh, three years, really. Um, I think, well, you know, World War Two stuff, you know, and then you know, I want to read some World War One stuff, and I'm reading a book on Vietnam right now um, uh, on the front line. I think it's it's what's called David Hackworth, the memoirs of David Hackworth. Um, the name is escaping me right now, but it's his memoirs, and he was this great Korean War and Vietnam War general and colonel. So it's his memoirs, and it's so good. But I'm also reading this uh, this great book by uh, Archbishop Athanasius. I'm sorry, not Archbishop Bishop Athanasius Schneider, who's in Kazakhstan, and he's right. He wrote a book called Christus Vinci, which in Latin means Christ is Victor or Christ is Victor, um, the Victor. Uh, they're both kind of really very similar in my in my psyche. You know, I just love um, understanding what is to come. Need and want. Make a list. Prepare. And and I just see so much of parallel of what's going on in the world today. Um, of preparing our own hearts for the battle that is to come, right? Which kind of leads me to think back about some of the grocery store stuff. We can circle back to that if you want, but, um, but yeah, so I'm reading Christus Vinciet and the memoirs of David, Colonel David Hackworth. Sounds good. I'm a nerd. No, maybe I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, really? No, he's not. Uh, what's an unpopular opinion? Oh my gosh. You must be following me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> totally. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Father Steve. Um, I was I was out to eat the other day with a priest and uh, priest collar, and uh, this waitress comes up and she says, "Hey, are you guys priests?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, we are." And she, she starts talking her ear off, and she says, "Hey, are you on TikTok? You should really be on TikTok." And I was like, "No, I'm not on TikTok. You know, I'm not a 13 year old girl." She's like, "No, there are a lot of priests on TikTok. You should be on TikTok. You're really good." I'm like, okay, thank you so much. So um, is this the intro to your new TikTok? God now? forbid! Like, oh my gosh, if you really, if you people really want me to be on TikTok, you better tell me because uh, if you want Father Steve on TikTok, whiz, comment below. My goodness gracious, please don't do that. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. Uh, unpopular decision, but I posted on Instagram at Father Steve Matea M A T E J A. I posted on there my unpopular uh, opinions of 2022, <laughs> and uh, my number one that a lot of people comment on was uh, that. Big Trouble in Little China, the movie, the old movie, Kurt Russell. Uh, I can't remember the other the, the actress's name in it. The movie Big Trouble in Little China is one of the greatest under, uh, un, you know, uh, un, like under popular, uh, however you say that, um, movie, one of the greatest movies of all time. I had never even heard of it until I saw your post. It is fantastic. And it's, you know, we're, we're, we're making everything now. And that's a movie that should be remade. 
two truckers end up in Little China, New York, <laughs> with a time portal with space traveling ninjas from a third gen, third you know uh, realm come to take the woman back, and the love story of Kurt Russell he wins her over, and he's got to fight these bad guys with what swords? No, guns, and they beat the ninjas. Oh, it's great. That's so good. It's so. Yeah, I guarantee you, your husband Ryan. The would love excitement. It. Is... He would love it. He would love it. <laughs> What is your favorite workout song? Interesting. So, so I uh, I work out. I try to work out four 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 to five days a week. Like I couldn't get a workout in today because I had to drive all the way out here. Um, no but uh, but um, I actually don't listen to music when I work out. What do you listen to? I listen I listen to talks and podcasts. Um, I I love music, so I am I'm a music junkie. I love music, so in the car I drive a lot. I literally listen to a lot of music in the car, but not when I'm working out, which <laughs> it was when I need the energy. But there's something about like shutting down my brain and just doing physical exercise, physical movement, and just I'm able to. I, I don't know. I just love to listen to stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's completely different. I know that. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't expecting that. But I, I released a, a top uh, top ten list of uh, of best albums this year, uh, so I do that every year too. My my uh, my top book list and my uh, my top album list. What? So I'll tell you my uh, my top albums. Yeah. What's your top album? Yeah. Best albums of 2021. So uh, there's a a guy named Zach Bryan. He was a um, he's actually full uh, a full. Uh, full in the Navy, completely in the Navy, and it was just a singer-songwriter, and the Navy honorably discharged him because his music is so good, and they're like, listen, so he's just a, a straight wow. patriot, loves the war, loves the Lord, and loves, uh, loves America, serving his country, and they released him to go write music, so he wrote the, he made, he released two albums in the last couple of years, but his album, Elizabeth, which is his mom's name who died, it Aww. is so beautiful. Okay. And uh, he's kind of like a uh, country singer, twangy singer-songwriter type stuff, and then there's this other n- nobody coming out of Dallas, her name is Cat Hasty, and uh, she did a, a three-volume EP release that's that was just mind-blowingly awesome too. So I love a lot of a lot of alt country twangy goodness. I do um, too. But I love me some rock. So my third best album of the year was Tiger's Jaw, and they're they're a really great uh, rock band. I will put all of these in the description. Check it out. <laughs> Well, thanks, Father Steve, for being on our show today. We're extremely grateful for you. Thank you for having me. Would you like to close us up in a prayer? Yeah, absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus, your Son. And Father, we just ask to be bathed in the blood of your Son, Jesus, that we might come to know him all the more, that that everyone who uh, who listens to our voices might come to uh, to know the goodness of of you and all that you provide for them and uh, that that even our income even our wealth even our surplus is yours lord and that that we might give more to those in need and not not count the cost but but might uh, might seek to raise up your kingdom through our uh, our blessing pour out your blessing upon each and every one of us lord and uh, and guide us along the way we ask all of this in your name, Jesus, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And may Almighty Amen. God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Welka Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Welka, Father Steve Matea. God bless you, and God bless your families. The Welka Wealth Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Subscribe today and never miss an episode. Just look for the Welka Wealth Podcast and keep listening.